This Three Beards Media Podcast may contain mature themes. And if you're not down with that, we got three words for you. Like the podcast. Nailed it! Welcome back to another edition of the Ball Don't Lie podcast. We are in season four, episode seven, week seven of the NFL season. Um, As always, we are proud to be a part of the Three Beards Media Group and uh, thankful again to our sponsors at Revelton Distilling Company. Uh, Small, welcome back, buddy. Thanks, man. Yeah. It wasn't our greatest week. We had our worst circuit week by far. Yeah, Um, worst circuit. We had a couple bad beats in there on that. We did. The Patriot uh, safety was gross. <laughs> that, was, that was really gross. Yeah, Patriots. We had, we had them plus three. They're down two, super late. Take a safety. I think with what, like under two minutes to go. Yeah, just yeah, go four and out, and Raiders knee on it, and they game cover. Over. Right. Yeah, game over. So that was yeah. that one was dirty, but we did have our first kind of bad week there. So yep. as always, we say we do not run from our records on this show. Um, last week, I went two, two, and one in college football, one, three, and one in the NFL. Um, you went three and three in college, uh, two and four in the NFL, and I'm still in abysmal ten, seventeen, and one. Somehow, two, two, and one upped my record in college. That was probably my best week. <laughs> um, and you're at. Uh, 20 and 17 in college, and I'm 16, 14. Fell down to 16, 14 and one in the NFL. Um, you're still at 20, 15 and one there. And we are at 16 and 14 in circa. So after a really, really hot start there, we're just uh, we're one one week away from getting right back on course. It's a long year. Um yep. so as we know, the goal is to try to get to that 60% mark. And yep. we're a week away from getting there. Right. Um wanna start here before we get into uh, college football. Our appetizer menu, as we call it, uh, it is Nick Fair's birthday today. I texted him today. So um, he doesn't know this yet, but I bought him a present, and he hits the ball about as far as anybody I know, hit the golf ball, and he is probably the worst putter I know. So I bought him a left-handed putter because it can't get any worse. So if he's watching this, he'll know before it gets here on Monday, but he has a left-handed putter coming in the mail. And his lock, I asked him what his lock today was, um, okay. He has he's locking Nebraska at minus ten and a half. Wow! So I was like, "Are you sure you want to do that?" But that's uh, Nick has his lock. Happy birthday, buddy! Um, yep. So let's jump into college football. All right. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll just we'll keep it there. I, All right. I'm, let's, with, let's keep it. I, I'm with him. 
Oh, now you're with him? I, I'm with I him. About, I thought about going with him just to show some solidarity, but yeah, I'm also I, with him. I'm also, it, always, it, was, it was borderline making my card or not. I'd already bet it. I'm taking yeah. him, too. This is a get-right game for them. I don't think Northwestern's any good. So that's hilarious no, exactly. that he locked it. It's on both our cards. Yep, it is. Yep, I, lo- I that, love this game as well. So That's funny. Nebraska that's minus – look, Northwestern's just not any good. I, I think Nebraska's going to throw the ball all day on them. I really do. And I think their defense is good enough to – like, they yeah. might not score 10 points. No. So I, I think if they get to 21 points, Nebraska, and I think they will, that's going to be an easy cover. Yeah. All right. Well, that's fun. <laughs> I didn't expect that. I was well, I wasn't gonna do it too because I was gonna make it or not, and that that just reaffirmed it. So that um, that's, that's a three way play there. Yeah, love it. Good. Well, I'll keep it local there, and I'll go with. I have two plays that I'm making my card in the Iowa game. Two plays. <clears throat> oh Minnesota hasn't won at Iowa in, since like what ninety nine something like that. It's like ten or eleven in a row. I mean, Flex never beat him. Flex is before him though. It's a yeah, long oh, yeah, yeah, well before. Yeah, well before. It's yeah. like 20 some years is this streak. I don't see it ending now. Iowa's offense is putrid. Minnesota's is worse. And I'm going with the defense here. I'm I'm taking Iowa minus three and a half is making my card. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if that freshman running back's even playing for Minnesota. Minnesota cannot throw the football. Like they just they physically cannot throw the football. I mean, neither team can. So I no, no, they cannot. I have Iowa minus three and a half on my card, but I also have Minnesota team under 14 points making my card. Um, This is the lowest, the lowest team total, or sorry, total for a game in college football history, I think, since they tracked it, right? Yeah, It got down to 30 at some point. I I don't know if it broke it. They thought a chance to go to 29 and a half because people were still betting it. Yeah. If this gets under 30 points before a kick – that's just nuts, man. It it's is. nuts. I mean, it's if if nothing else says that the HC and OC should be gone, this total probably screams it more than any. I mean, that's an embarrassment at this point. What happens when they win and cover this again? They cover this, but they're going to seven and one. Yeah, they're going. I mean, they're the only thing I'm staying away from from the point spread. Is it it smells so bad. It seems so easy. It, it, it does. Um, well, not, nothing's easy with Iowa. But again, like I just I've come to expect the defensive or a special team touchdown. Like yeah, I just no, have come to expect it. it. It's crazy. Yeah. It's absolutely yeah, I mean, crazy. They I, I just gosh, I was hoping Coward would bring back the fake ID just to get people fired up again. I mean, it's, it's what they are though, right? Like if you actually believe they're a top 25 football team, then you don't watch anything. Then you don't like they are, it's a product of the schedule. Granted they're beating the teams. They should no, no. I mean, power to them, but they're not good. Point blank. When, when you go to the big 10 title game and you're a 20 point underdog and and if, and it's over within 20 minutes. Uh, I mean, it'll be, if it's whoever it is representing the West, like doesn't matter if it's Iowa or not. That spread against Michigan, I think it's going to be Michigan. It's going to be twenty-four points or higher. Yeah, so I mean, so, there, so it's like, oh, really? How like, dude? Did, did you really have a good year? I mean, and Iowa fans will spin it like they did because you know they they care about Minnesota, Northwestern, Nebraska. Like those three mean, was mean so much to the program. I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> Uh, well, I'll let you put some plays in here, and that's that's three of them for me so far. Okay, you got it. Um, speaking of the big games, I'll keep it Big Ten. Big the biggest game of the week. I'm gonna lay it with the Buckeyes minus. Uh, I got four and a half. I think it's actually up. It might be to five now. It's it's at uh, four and a half, and I'm okay. I'm opposing you here. 
Okay, you're opposite. All right. No. Um, main reason why I think Penn State's – well, first off, I don't trust Fr- Franklin in a big game. That's – there's my only holdback is that. Okay. And then second, I think all the defensive numbers are extremely inflated. And I'll just read you the opponents. UMass, Northwestern, Iowa, Illinois, Delaware, West Virginia. I it, Those offenses are – hot garbage <laughs> it's not good <laughs> and so i just think the defensive like everyone talks about is like uh, i don't know how much like are they good yeah i mean i'm not saying they're bad but are they as good as what it seems i'm gonna say probably not no and, and look this is I, I just personally don't think i don't think ohio that. state's that good sure um, and I, so i get that too and so, like, I just think that this is an elimination game. Yeah, the, the line is at five and five and a half some places. So, we can – you want to settle at five? Five, five I'm cool with, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's go with five there. Um, I just – James Franklin in a big matchup is my only holdback in this. That is a really good point with that. I just truly think that this is maybe Ryan Day's worst team since he's been there. I would agree with that. I think it is. I think you're right. Um, I don't think that close game with Notre Dame I think is just – I think it was two. I don't think those are two top ten football teams in the nation. Now, granted, this is there's not a bunch of clear cut teams this year. It'd be a great year to have the twelve team playoff this year. You could you could go in there with twelve teams going. I don't know who's going to win it. Awesome year. It'd be awesome year to have it. We're just we're going to mess it with that. But yeah, I I just think that this is too many points, and I think it's going to be a closer football game. And you could be completely right because you know traditionally Franklin has not done well in these spots. No, um, it's on the road. It's at the horseshoe. So I, I get your play on this, but we will be yeah. going off on this. I'm in Penn State. Okay. All right. Um, well, I'll continue here. I got uh, this. We might be opposite on this one. Um, since I'm taking Central Florida plus 17 and a half at Oklahoma. Look, it, Oklahoma's covered every single game this year. They've looked good. They're darlings. I don't believe now they need style points, you know, anymore. Um, since Ford's off two losses, they're uh, off the bye week, though. I like it. Oklahoma's off the bye week also, but sometimes the bye weeks can work opposite of people, right? When you're kind of rolling, you just want to keep going. So, sure. um, I don't know. I'll take the point. It just feels like a big, big number here. I'll cheer for you here. I don't, I don't have right. a whole lot of thought on this, so okay. I'll, I'll cheer for you on that one. All right. What else you got for me? Okay. Um, this one's going to shock you. That, that this one is going to surprise. I'm laying it with Alabama minus eight. <laughs> I never do this, but I, 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 this might be one, this might be my favorite play on the card. It's at nine and we're going to pose each other again. So let's oh. meet in the middle at eight and a half. We're, okay, eight and a half. We're, we're against each other again on this. So we'll, we'll, we'll settle at eight and a half here. Okay. I think you're, I've been against Alabama this year. You know this what? is why I'm shocked. I thought there's a really good chance you're going to be on my side. It's like, well, it's, yeah. really so this play. it's it's the, I think the revenge factor from last year plays a factor here. So Tennessee did essentially eliminate Bama from any playoff hopes last year. They did. Um, and I just, you know, as bad as I don't, as much as I don't like Alabama and think they're overrated, I think Tennessee might be just as overrated. And I can't get that Florida game out of my head. So, I just. Bama just if if Tennessee can can get home without having to blitz, Bama cannot throw the football. Like this is the okay. this is like you know this is going back to their old days when they used to just kill you with on defense. But their defense isn't, but this isn't a 2010 Bama 
defensive squad though either. I just, you know, this no. is I just don't think this Alabama team, that's my reasoning on this is I don't think they should be this big a favorite against anybody. I'm not the biggest believer in Tennessee either. I think the SEC is really down this year. Um, oh, I agree. I just – Georgia's going to – they're going to win out and get there just because they're going to do it. But they're on – I don't feel anywhere near Georgia like I did the last two years with them. I, I think Michigan or whoever comes out outside has a legit chance to go smack them up. Or Oregon, if they get out of that. Or if it's going to be Washington. I still think those that those are maybe the two of the top five teams in the nation. I think we saw a good football game between them. I would agree. I think both of them deserve to be in it, to be honest. Unfortunately, it won't happen. But I, I, I think those – from the eye test perspective, those two schools are really, really good. Yeah. So. Well, and that, that was a tough push for me last week, too. I felt pretty good that Oregon was going to win out right there for a second. Right. And it was, hey, look, I mean, Penix had his, you know, there wasn't really a moment or a play that jumps out, but that was kind of like a, hey, whoever wins this football game between these two quarterbacks, as long as they, you know, had good enough games, and they both did, probably yeah. became the front runner. He did. I think he is the, the, the yeah, odds on favorite betting favorite right now for the Heisman. So, all right, well, All right. That's funny. We're against each other. They're cool. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh that that's funny on that one too. I just have one play. Le- no, I have two plays left. Okay. Um, I actually have a big college card this week, which is weird. Um, yeah, I gotta- I'm taking Duke plus 14 and a half at Florida State. Right. Uh, this is weird because I do like Florida State. I've been I've been kind of the right side of them sometimes this year. Um, I've been right with them more than probably not more than other teams. Uh. I think Duke's just kind of a pesky team. I think it's just too many points. It might have to be an ugly cover backdoor here on this too, but I'm going to take Duke okay. on the road. Cool. I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to go South Carolina plus seven and a half at Missouri. Um, I had Missouri last week in a winner over Kentucky. I just think here now they're like, it's a little inflated. Um, lane seven and a half South Carolina. It was a brutal loss to Florida last week as well. Um, I don't know. Missouri has Georgia on deck. I feel like this is kind of a classic look-ahead spot. I don't know. Missouri laying over a touchdown I'm just not a fan of. South Carolina's sneaky. If you recall, they they had Georgia on the ropes there earlier in the season. So, yeah, um, they did. We'll see. All um, right. Go Cox. Go Cox. Yeah. Um, right. If we, we would have recorded yesterday, my kid, I'm getting six. We had to push it back today. James Madison was going to make my card again. They played last night and covered again. So just I thought about you. Well, I, all I you viewers like, out there, in, in Ferris pick five, I think I had him on that. So Jim, nice. they are a covering machine right now. So, yeah, you know, we, we didn't record in time. So they, they did not. Right. Okay. Um, this one is my last play. And it's another, again, it's going against a team that I really, really like. But Washington State. Plus 20 and a half, again, on the road at Oregon. Um, like you said, too, with the style, Oregon right now, they do need maybe any style points. I don't think the Pac-12 is going to be able to get two teams in. Um, as long as a Big Ten undefeated comes out, you know what? I shouldn't say that. With the SEC being down, maybe there is a chance that both those teams get in. Um, how, how does the Pac do there? Do they still have the divisions? They do. They yeah, so, no, they still have them. So. Washington, Oregon are same side. So, I mean, it's well, it could still work though, because if let's just if Bama represents the West and somehow they, which I, I mean, I don't think either one of we don't believe this that they can beat Georgia, but if if they could, yeah, you know, you know I, I think for the SEC to get two teams this year, it's going to take Georgia getting beat in the title game and being undefeated because they're still going to get in on that. Just for two time defending champs, I, I would agree with that. But right. look, 
Oregon does need style points. I just think I've watched Washington State a couple times this year. They're they're super hit or miss, mm-hmm. but it's three touchdowns. I just like them to be able to keep this a little bit close. So I'm yeah. gonna take that many points again. I have, a, I have a lot of big dogs on the road, and we'll see how that yeah. works out for me. Okay. Yeah, I, I got a dog here on the road. Uh, I'm taking Mississippi State plus six and a half at Arkansas. I am more just fate. Arkansas has been very kind to me. They've been very so, kind to you. Yeah, I am fading them here. Um, they're just uh, – here's their last four games in order. LSU, A&M, Ole Miss, Bama. It, those are four, like, all-out efforts. They covered three of the four. I think I had them in three of the four. Um, it just – this just feels like a crazy letdown here, right, that they just – the the tank isn't going to be as full coming off those four all out games. Sure. I don't know. I'm just I'm just it's just a situation, but I'm going to take it. Take the points from Mississippi State. I don't think Mississippi State's any good either, but I'm going to take no. it with them. So, all right. Um, and then I got. Let's see. I already mentioned. I got one more. Um, I'm going to take Miami plus three at home against Clemson. Not sold on Clemson at all. No, I don't. Yet. I, I don't think they should be laying points here on the road. Um, this Miami, is a just I'll, miss for me. Just miss for me. So I should okay. really like this play. All right. Yeah. So I I, th- I think the Canes rise up. They they need to get a nice little win on the resume. So they need to do something after the 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 letdown two weeks ago kind of carried over on them. So good. Um, yeah. So I think I think you with Miami last week too, and they let you down. Uh huh. So all right, is that your full oh. card? Yep. Cool. I think we both have seven plays if I'm counting right here. So I'll run through those here quick. Um, I have Penn State plus five, Washington State plus 20.5, Tennessee plus eight and a half, Duke plus 14 and a half, Iowa minus three and a half, the Minnesota team total under 14 points, and Nebraska minus 10 and a half. And for you, I also have seven plays um, Nebraska minus 10 and a half. Ohio State minus five, Central Florida plus 17 and a half, Bama minus 8.5, South Carolina plus seven and a half, Mississippi State plus six and a half, and Miami Hurricanes plus three. All right, that'll wrap up our uh, our college appetizer menu for you. Before we jump in the NFL here, why don't we hear quick from a word from our sponsors at Revelton. At Revelton Distilling Company, everyone has become a part of the Revelton family. From the Taylors and their daughter who helped perfect their award-winning gins, to the team who installed Lucy, our 33-foot-tall custom-made still, right down to the local farms that provide our coveted corn, and even the cows on those farms who consume our mash byproduct. Want to see the farm to flask come to life? Now you can tour Lucy and find out where we take Iowa's harvest and transform it into our finest spirits. Choose between a 45-minute tour or find out even more by scheduling a VIP behind-the-scenes tour to get the taste of the full Revelton experience. You can visit them at 1400 West Clay Street in Osceola, Iowa, or find all of Revelton's award-winning spirits at any local grocery or spirits retailer. We're back here, and thanks again to our sponsors at Revelton Distilling Company. Um, this is the Ball Don't Lie podcast, um, brought to you by Three Beards Media. Um, I'm Ted. He's Justin. Uh, kind of a a weak NFL, our, our weakest by far. 
NFL appearance of the season happened last week. So yep. we should hope that it's not run on a cooler here. Let's get it back. Um, I liked too many games this week, which has been weird because we thought it had been hard, and they were. So maybe we can get that uh, uh, turned around. I have six, maybe seven plays. i got to decide what I'm doing on my last one here too. I have a lot um, also. All right. Well, let's just jump right into it. You got it. Um, all right. My first, I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Falcons plus two and a half on the road at Tampa. Um, well, we, we, have, we have our first circuit play because we're in complete agreement with you here. Right. Okay. Perfect. Um, I just have heard too much of the talking heads in this Desmond Ritter at home, fade him on, you know, fade him on the road. Take, I, it just feels like when everyone starts talking about something, it go opposite, just go opposite. Um, <laughs> You know, I, Atlanta's game last week was extremely misleading against Washington, too. They out, they outgained him. It was just the three turnovers that was the end up being the deciding factor in that. So just a misleading final. I'm not sure what to make of this Tampa team. They're kind of they're really tough to figure out right now. Um, they looked a little bit better than expected at the beginning of the year. Um, I, I just don't know what we have. This feels like it's that division game that's going to be tough. I just feel like you take the division dog. Well, and this is where I'm at with that, too. It's on the spot play. Look, the the Bucks have they're going to be around that seven to nine wins this year, like most of these teams are. And for me, this just comes down to Atlanta was my pick in this division. That was my super heavy um, sure. play for that. And it's another, I said, but they're going to be a spot play all year. I've been against them quite a few times this year, too. And this mm-hmm. is just a spot, a spot play. I think they're better than Tampa. Um, and they actually been throwing the ball a little better. They've been getting um, yeah. like Drake London's been getting more involved in the offense. Ritter's been playing a little better. Yeah, we all know they have in Bijan and, and Algier at, at their running back. Yeah. So I just think I just think Atlanta's a better football team. I think this should be a pick 'em. So I'll just I'll take the points to Atlanta. Absolutely. All right, cool. Well, we have Drew, Ship, Drew, Drew Shipley asking here about your Raiders. So we'll see. And then he asked if the Raiders were a lock. Uh, my answer to that is no, because. I, Jimmy's not playing quarterback, and I don't know. I know they're playing the Bears, but I don't think the Raiders can ever be a lock. Not this right. year. Yeah, I'll I'll hit on it here. Just I mean, I'm you can't play the Bears with Fields out. So I the actually I was gonna play the Bears were gonna make my card until Fields was out, and with Fields being questionable now he's out. Like, but I will say this, Jimmy G. I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's a downgrade. I mean. Because he leads the NFL in interceptions, so it's not like you're losing much. No, I, I you know, I, but the Raiders' defense isn't great. Here's the one thing, though, that from the the Raiders are going to be very public, so that scares the crap out of. They're going to be super public, and but that Bears quarterback, you know, those backups, man, we've seen it too many times. They're good for a turnover or two, and if they give you short field, you're dead in the water because they they can't play from behind. There's too much what ifs with the quarterbacks and all that around here too. It's it's definitely not a lock play for me on that. Um, I I'm scared of this game. I'll be staying completely away from it. Okay. Yeah. Um. Look, here's maybe the game. Actually, not maybe. This is for sure the game of the week of two teams that kind of want to prove they're in the Super Bowl conversation. That you know, six maybe seven teams you can argue right now. Um, and that's a team that I'm not as high on as maybe you are. I I can't remember. I might have had that wrong. Um, and that's, I'm not as high on the Ravens as a lot of people are. No, I don't, I don't I've been just kind of waiting and seeing with Detroit and man, I think they're the real, I think the real deal, not yeah. having their hammer in Montgomery obviously doesn't help at all, but I think Gibbs is back this week. And look, if you're going to give me the lions and getting points right now, I'm going to take them. 
That's just probably the rule of thumb for me. Against, I think maybe even against anybody in the league. If I'm getting points, the Lions, I'm going to take it. So I'm going to take Detroit plus three on the road against Baltimore. Yeah, this one probably just missed for me. I if I had to play this game, I'm 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 on board here with the Lions. The only thing that I think probably scares me, just because what I've seen it. It feels like it could be a hair popular. That's the only reason why I left it off. And I'm like, I hate, I hate the popular dogs. But here's a, like, the Ravens are off that London trip. I think that's a negative too. That's a hard, that's a hard thing for them to come back from. Um, and two, the Ravens are just not a team that you like to lay points with. I mean, no, and they're just they're weird for me because that offense can go out and score seven to ten points something. So in other weeks they look fine. It's just I think that. I think the Lions have answered more questions at this point than Baltimore has. So then they come out and, and put it to Detroit here, and they, they answer a lot of questions with that. But I just have way more question marks with Baltimore than I do with Detroit. I would agree. Speaking of off London, though, I absolutely love the under in last night's football game. And I was looking like it's going to be a nice little sweat for me, and then all of a sudden, like, four straight possessions in a row became a track meet and got away from everybody. I love the Saints under total points and that, and then – the Jags went nuts on it. Look, and the Saints had a chance to tie the game late. It was the Jags another win. That's what four or five in a row now. I'm not sure we learned a ton. I don't. I'm not as big on the Saints as some people are either. So I don't. The only thing is, like you said, the one thing they were running for two weeks, and then they made them play on a short week coming back. That's that was tough with that schedule yeah. there, and um, they got to be happy with that win. So we'll see there with that week division. They got a legit chance to come out of the AFC as that one seed, which I know didn't look like it was going to happen to start the year, but yeah. just kind of a recap there. Um, I have another one here, and it'd be interesting to see what you – I just have a feeling this is going to be on your card, but I'm not sure which way it's going to go. Okay. I'm starting to like the Rams more and more every week. Okay. Um, and, look, Pittsburgh, it's like watching the Iowa Hawkeyes. They literally look alike and they play like – they are – so boring and awful to watch offensively, but defensive, defensively in their special teams, they're really, really good. Yep. But I think the Rams are going to be able to move the ball on them, and I don't know if the Steelers can score at all. So I, I like the, the Rams going to be one of those, those weird teams that I think they're going to win eight to nine games. I don't know how good they are either, but they're going to show up in some spots, and I like the Rams here at home. Okay. I have this game also. And, and, Steelers. and No, and I agree. You agree. Okay, good. Yeah, I like the – here, another, another one – I couldn't back the Steelers. Like I know the situational spot is like in favor of Pittsburgh, like Tomlin off the bye as a dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this just isn't the same, right? You've, you've alluded to that. Kenny Pickett looks like he's having some second year struggles too right now. The, the what does scare me with the Rams though? I will. I feel like it's a little popular too. That so that's scary. But the main thing is like Williams is out. He's been great at running back, and he's out this week. So now they're like back to Henderson or who you know. I mean. It's like running back by committee now this week, which I don't love. Um, but a healthy cup and and Puka Nakua, those two guys are they're legit. They're hard to cover. Um, so I, but I do I do agree with you. I mean, I look, think the, the biggest thing here is that the Rams can if they have a good enough plan to negate that pass rush, they're going to be fine. But if, if the Steelers are getting home, they can beat anybody. That, that's yeah. that's how good their pass rush is. Yep. We'll see. Nope. But I do like the Rams here in this way. Yep, so do I. Um, yep, they're on mine too. Uh, I'm going to take the Giants plus three at home against the Commanders. Um, probably a game no one wants to watch, and I don't no. blame you. No. Um, but, I mean, I allude to, like, the Commanders' win last week was a little fluky um, at Atlanta, right? 
And I think the Giants are just a tad, if you can say this, they're a hair underrated. And give me a second, I know they suck. But they have losses to the Cowboys, to the Seahawks, Niners, Dolphins, and Bills, I believe, are the five. They're underrated if you want to consider them a one-win football team. Compared to some of those others, sure, I'll give you that. Sure. Yeah. And look, last year they were inflated. That those wins too. They're somewhere between that. Yeah. Organization right now. They're not as good as they were last year. They're not as bad as they are this year. They're somewhere right in the middle of that. I would agree. What I think they are. So. Yeah. I give you this play, dude. I almost like Tyrod Taylor playing here instead of Daniel Jones. Anyway, I think he gets rid of the ball a little quicker than him. And Washington's pass defense is horrendous. I think they're giving up like. I think they're like thirtieth or something like that in the league yeah. with their pass defense. Yep, so they're I, bad. I that, they're the yep, and that was my next point too. Yeah, Washington's D's unfortunately like they're no good. They're they're well, their pass rush used to be better too. That's what's yeah. They're not getting home as much there, which is weird. It's putting more pressure on that back end that just isn't that good if you're not getting home with all those guys. So right. I can get behind you here on this. Okay. Um, I have another one. I think we're gonna agree on because we talked about it after last week. Okay. I don't – I'm going to take the six points because it's up to six now with the Chargers. I think they're going to beat the Chiefs. I, I, I think they're going to beat the Chiefs. I mean, I'm taking the spread here. I already have a bet in with that money line. Yep. It is a desperation spot for the Chargers. Like, yep. they, they lose this game. I don't know if they're making the playoffs. No, they won't. I mean, so th- th- this is a staff absolutely coaching for their job probably this week. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, think about this, right? If the with the current spot that the Raiders are in now, mind you, I, I'm a fan and I don't think they're that good. They have a chance to be four and three. If the Chargers lose this game, they now, even though they beat the Raiders head to head, they have a big hill to climb if they lose this game and sure. the Raiders win at the Bears, which is realistic possibility for both. <laughs> so I full on agree here. This the Chargers play a lot of close games, like. I tell everybody, Herbert, you want him on your fantasy team because he's that. The guy's just a flat-out loser. He and loses. he's good. We're we're completely in agreement on all of this, too. Like I'm yeah. like, I don't think he's even a loser as much as that. What he's just been built up to be this, like, all-timer guy. And it's like, he's got to do something first. Yeah. He's good. I mean, he's good. He has all the tools. He's yes, good. Yes, he's, he's got every he's tool good. in the bag. But show me you're not Jay Cutler. No, he is. That's who he is. You're more Jay Cutler than you are Joe Burrow right now, and that's I'm not exactly. going to hear otherwise. No, that's exactly who he is. Um, so are they making their card too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. With yeah, he's Jay Cutler with less turnovers. <laughs> so the uh, char- Chargers also yes. making your card. Six yes, six. they're on my card too. Yeah, that's, I, that's, I, I that's already three for Circa. It's coming a little and too easy this week. And, it, and to flip it too, the, on the Chiefs side, right? I think you and I both agree, right? Offensively. I still think they're trying to find it. Them trading for McCole Hardman still tells me a lot that they're they're kind of desperate. They're like, okay, it's not working right now. We got to go get a guy back. They did that this week. I I think that says a lot more than what the average person might want to realize. I mean, they well, they're playing a different game. style of football. It's it's Patrick Mahomes' biggest thing with him is it's hard for him to stay patient because he likes to push that. Well, it's not as easy to push the ball down the field when you don't have Hill. They made it work yeah. last year at some points too, but they're going to make you – I mean, the recipe's been put out there. They're going to make you win by death by 100 cuts. And then give you underneath, give you – which I mean, which if you're a Kelsey owner, you got to love it because he's going to have 13 catches. Why teams right. don't double him every time in the red zone is beyond me. Make oh. any one of those other guys beat you on the outside. Step, right. 
I would stack a box and double Kelsey and say, make one of those guys win one-on-one. Right. I don't know why they don't do it more. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. But good point. All right. Well, um, we, we, we agree there. What give me another play you got? All right. I here's I, here's the one I flipped on. And and early in the week I like the opposite. And unfortunately, it's your team. I, I I'm gonna take it with the Packers. You I, were so against them to start the week. I was. I and you know, and I don't like this team. I don't like the Packers. So but, talk me out of putting this not on my card because going into this, so Jordan, as everybody knows, Jordan Walker, who's been on the show, is a huge right. Packers fan. And we right. made a bet earlier this week too. The loser has to wear the other team's jersey and make it a profile picture for a week. So that's what's already at stake there. And it's which has now made me get more into the game that I've I've already bet Denver. And right. now I'm excited to make the card or not. So oh. tell me why I should leave them off the card here. Okay. Well, here's the thing. So I think it sounds Jones is going to be back. It sounds like in a very limited role. Sure. Um, so him and Watson, first time back. I do. I'm putting a lot of faith in just Lafleur here off the bye with love. I feel like the bye came at probably a good time for Green Bay. They haven't looked right offensively. Granted, probably because of some of the injuries. I also let's face Denver's defense for whatever reason has just been atrocious. Right. It's this not year. been good. It's been bad and. I I think the Packers will just kind of just trot down there, nine, ten play drives, move the ball, get points. And, um, I mean, I think Russ will kind of do what he does and pad the stats late when it's kind of irrelevant. Um, I don't know. I don't – I just don't think this Denver team has it. And I want – I just wonder where the – you would know more on the inside part of it, but, like, I just wonder where their heads are at, man. This no, was it, this wasn't what was projected – at the beginning of the well, season. Well, it's not good. And I don't know if you heard the Jerry Judy comments this week either. I did. Uh, how, you know, it's not on it's hard, it's so hard for a receiver to get stuff done because the, the quarterback can get you ball. The offensive line's not blocking right. The eye in the sky. I mean, he basically kind of trounced on his his roster there, too. So I will not be shocked if either A, a deal's done before this week, or you see some late injury with Judy before he doesn't he doesn't even suit up at all. Or this could be Judy's last game in a Broncos uniform. And I've been saying the whole season anyways, we're not going to give him a contract anyway. No. He puts out another four stinkers in a row, and that whatever value he has, which isn't, can't be great at this moment, is no. going to be less and less. I mean, get your mid-round pick you can get now before he's trading seventh-rounders for somebody right at the deadline. I would quit messing around with it. We've already paid Tim Patrick. He's got hurt two years in a row. You, yeah. And you, you paid Sutton. You're not going to pay Judy. You're going to draft somebody or do something else. So just move on from him. It's yeah. time. Um, I wore this shirt just to piss Jordan off too. If you saw it, I was looking for it the week we had him on. I couldn't find it, so I had to wear it today. And then I'm also wearing my uh, my cousin Spencer Staley, my great uncle that uh, he passed away this past year. Found his old Arweva alumni hat. That's probably from the '90s, man. I don't know. So that's a cool. That's a cool hat from the '90s, man. Shout out Spencer. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'm gonna leave Denver off the card because at this point, give me losses anyway. What good does it do to go four and thirteen? Nothing. Give me one in 16. Okay. <laughs> I got one more. All right. Um, I'd be curious on your take on this one. I'm going to lay it with Seattle, seven and a half. Um, I think it's – I don't know. I think it's seven and a half in the contest. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, it, it, it's done a seven and a half. It opened at when, – when it opened at eight and a half on the week, I actually – I think I have a small bet the other I, way. And, and I, I did too. I've I softened too. my stance on this with the Cardinals. Same. So I'll cheer for you here, but I lean the other way. 
Okay. But I but I liked it earlier this week. When it was at eight and a half nine. Yeah, you know I did too actually. I and I did too plug in the Cardinals early, and then I started looking. I was like, because I tend to fall in love with dogs and dogs often, so I'm like, uh, no, you don't say. <laughs> but I was looking into it. and I'm like, man, I don't. It feels like the Cardinals are kind of turning into what we thought they were going to be. They sure. they've had they've had three clunkers in a row here, and I think Seattle last week was misleading. Man, that. That box score at Cincinnati, they were one for five in the red zone. They should have won that game, and and I think they're going to be full of piss and vinegar here. Coming home off the loss in a division game, I think Carroll's he'll have him ready. And I I know the history of this series kind of scares me yeah. um, because generally it's it doesn't really matter how good or how bad they always play close. Yeah, and I feel like Arizona's kind of dominated the last five six years in this series, haven't they? Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, mean, I could be remembering the teams wrong. There's one – it's it's Arizona and somebody. Arizona's dominated somebody that they shouldn't be. Yeah, yeah this division's weird how that works, actually. It's super weird. Like, yeah, like McVay owns Carroll. Owns Carroll. And, and doesn't Shanahan own McVay? I th- yeah, I think – yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I think – no, I think Shanahan owns McVay. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's no, like, usually their division rivalries, you, you, you beat each other up. Usually you split right. that. It's not that. It's like, no, it's weird. You're dominating one team and not in the other. They're all about the same with their conference records, but it's weird how they get there. It's weird. Right. Right. So I'll, I'll so, cheer for you here. Um, right. I, I like it a lot better at seven and a half than I did when I started the week, that extra point. So uh, yeah. go Seattle. All right. right. I, got, I got two plays left here. All right. Um, and I'm be, I think you're going to, these are like both small plays. So you're going to be laughing and probably cheering for me here. Uh, I'm not that sold on Philly yet. Philly just seems a little off. I think they have the people to get there, but they're not. It's just something kind of like the Chiefs load right now. The, the record's fine. You're doing fine, but you're coming off a loss. And I'm not so sure it's not going to be two in a row. Um, the Dolphins can score points, man. And, Again, the Dolphins are kind of like a Lions play for me right now, too. Or if I see you playing somebody and you're getting points, I'm going to take you. I just think that I'm going to end up on the right side more often than not with that. So anytime I see the Dolphins getting points this year, I, I think I'm going to take them. So I'm going to take the Dolphins on the road plus two and a half. Now, here's the here's the reason I like Miami, though, too, is that they can play on time and get the ball out. That's when two is good. The Where the Eagles can wreck you, this is how they win the game. They can blow them out if they do is if that pass rush – and they have got, they have dudes up front that can get home. The problem is their secondary – I don't even know who's going to be playing for them. They could have both corners out again. They're yeah. so banged up on the back end. And if that front end's not getting home like they – they're not getting home like they were last year at this point. Now, look, they have the guys that can change overnight. But if, if Philly can't get home up front when Miami can run the ball and play on time, that offense is – I mean, it's, it's, it's the L.A. Rams of 2000. It's the greatest show on turf. They're, they're so fast. Yeah, so. I I echo everything you said. So this this just – if I had to add one more, this would be the game. Um, cool. say the only thing that scares me is what you talked about is really it's the Eagles coming off that bad loss, right? It's prime. They're in a prime bounce back spot on prime time. But I tell you what, and I you and I both agree here, but McDaniels is playing chess and everyone else is playing checkers, man. That, He's that a Broncos guy, ball boy. Broncos ball yeah. boy. Yeah, it's so is, awesome seeing him coaching Miami and Shanahan and San Francisco. I love it. Just love that it. guy's. He's that guy's awesome. And I, he's you're cool. exactly right. There. Oh, he's so. But you know, the guys love him. The guys love him. You have to. He seems cool. Yeah. So. Um, but I think too, the biggest thing here is what you said. That secondary. 
if Philly's not getting that pass rush, Tyreek Hill is going to go absolutely nuts again against backups. Well, you and it's not in just Hill. You got, I mean, Waddle. Waddle, and look, this is Claypool is not that good, but how is he as a third option running around and out? You might see a little bit yeah. of him this week. I think I we'll mean, probably add this game on our card. You're going to add this game to your card? I, well, I think we'll probably play it in circle. I kind of like it. I do like I, I like it. I think I think it's a good. Um, I, I'm with you. I, I just think well, this, this is why I thought you would like it because it has all your reasons on it. But come off the law is bad and prime time. I'm going to do it again with the Monday night game. Oh boy, 49ers yeah. are coming off a horrible loss, an absolutely horrible. horrible loss. Yeah, and the Vikings seem lost and terrible. They don't have their best player, but I'm going to take the Vikings as seven point dogs at home on Monday night. <laughs> uh, I I just I get so- it. I, I don't know it. who's going to play for the Niners yet. I think there's going to be a lot of game time decisions there. And yeah. Kirk Cousins is horrible in primetime game. There's no reason to play the Vikings here. There's just I, – I have a feeling the public's going to be hammering them. I think it opened at six and it's already at seven. I just think – I don't think they're going to lose the game, but I think it's going to be another just – look, the Niners looked invincible until last week. They were just pounding the crap out of everybody. For Brock's sake, I hope he does play well. And if they end up hammering these guys, getting away from it, it probably means Brock played well, so I can live with that on the loss. But I don't know. There's just something that feels – this is my biggest just like gut-wrenching, gut-feeling thing that the Vikings are going to show up on Monday night um, and, and score a bunch of points against them. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, the only thing that truthfully keeps me off this side is just how abysmal they looked without Jefferson last week. Yeah. That's the so only – it's, the, it's truthfully the only reason. So I, I understand. I think you're right. I mean, the betting public will be on the Niners. Um, they do have injuries, right? I mean, typically speaking, I feel like everyone gets injured at Minnesota anyway on that turf. Hence why it's, I think they're taking the field out. Well, and that's the thing with the, with the, the Niners, too. You got all these guys that got banged up and the, the injury history. God, I was listening to a show that's literally talking about that today or yesterday so it's funny you bring that up that yeah you don't know who they're gonna, they're gonna play this week because they don't want to play on that right. field and these guys are already kind of banged up why don't you just give them a bye right so all right i don't know i just think it could be weird it could be a plug your nose down down 13 with the ball and a yeah. minute for to go give me that gross yeah back yeah the kirk special the kirk he's great in those moments he's great at being down 21 and all of a sudden he's the best quarterback in the league Fact. Come back and won some of those too, and he starts letting it rip. Yes. So. Yeah, right. But you know, again, he doesn't have Justin Jefferson to throw the ball to. I mean, big yeah. uh, Dosa, Addison, and Osborne in that game. But, right. Um, that's it for me. I got six plays. Okay, that's all I got. I think you also had six plays, so I'll run through them here quick. Thanks for talking me out of Denver. They've been awful to me this year. Right. Just thanks for talking me out of that. Yeah. Losing the to Jordan's good enough. Give me the better draft pick. There you go. <laughs> All right, I got six plays here with Atlanta plus two and a half, the Lions plus three, the Rams minus three, the Chargers plus six, the Dolphins plus two in the hook, and the Vikings plus seven. Um, I have six plays for Smool also. Atlanta plus two and a half, the Rams minus three, the Chargers plus six, the Giants plus three, Green Bay minus one, and Seattle minus seven and a half. Um, look, bounce back week. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. Sounds like we probably got four plays locked in for Circa already with the Falcons, Rams, Chargers, and Dolphins. We'll have to find one more in there somewhere. I think yeah. we kind of agreed on some of that stuff, so it shouldn't be too hard with yeah. that. Um, got anything yeah. else to add here? No, I can't. I just think, gosh, I got to submit that tonight. 
Oh, yeah, it is right, Friday. It's right, weird Friday. Friday. <laughs> That's right. Uh, happy birthday again to Nick Farah and his lock with Nebraska minus 10 and a half. We're going to be joining on that. Good luck with your left-handed putter. Right. Uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. That's a great gift. That's so oh funny. man, that's so funny. He pounds that the ball. Is. That dude cannot putt. Right. Uh, well, that that's all we got for this week. Hopefully, we got some winners for you. As always, I'm Ted, and he's Justin. Cash that ticket. <laughs>